Today we celebrate Easter Sunday. And uh, Easter, I think, a lot of times we can kind of lose track of, of what it actually is. So what we celebrate today, as Catholics, is a definitive historical fact. At least if you're a Christian, you believe that. And this historical event, this historical fact that has taken place is that this man, Jesus of Nazareth, the most famous man in really all of history at this point, that this man had gathered a group of followers and, and disciples, and he kind of was a big deal in the ancient world, and people would travel from all over the place to hear him speak. And all he did was speak, he had a very short amount of time, just three years where he was publicly speaking. Just three years together, this following. And so this man, who all these people had spent this time with, they saw him brutally and excruciatingly so be killed by the Romans. And the Romans were professionals, better than any professional that had ever existed up until that point in human civilization, at executing people. And so they put him on a cross. It's kind of like the worst way that you could kill a person. Generally, they died by exposure on the cross, and they'd sit up there for days, and they'd struggle to breathe, and the exposure would just eventually kill them, be out in the rain for however long in, in, the, in the poor weather. But with this man, they had to get things moving. There was a big religious holiday coming up, Passover. And so they took a giant lance, Several eyewitnesses attest to this. And they stuck it in his side so that it would go up through his heart and make sure that his, his heart was pierced, to make sure he was dead. Just in case. Normally they broke their legs so that they could not support themselves and get oxygen. And so we have these various testimonies to this fact that this man, who so many very public, popular figure, was killed in front of a lot of people. And he was definitely and definitively dead. And then something happened that a lot of people attest to. And supposedly what happened is, a few days later, this man was seen fully alive. Fully and completely alive. And not just for one day, but for 40 days. And you have all these people who testify to this. And their testimony is what we now call the New Testament. The testimony that this stuff actually happened. That this guy who is dead rose. Not a ghost, but his body. We saw him, we touched him. That first reading that we just had from Peter. He said, I ate with him after he was killed. I ate food with him. And these people were not dopes. Like, we sometimes think these people were just not very advanced because they lived 2,000 years ago. 
they had the same brains that we all have. Like our brains have not in some way leaked a sizable amount. And in fact, they might, our brains might be decreasing a sizable amount. Technology, we have technology, so technology picks up a lot of things that we used to use our brains for. And that might kind of dumb us down a little bit, actually. These, these people were not like super gullible people. They didn't believe that people rose from the dead. It's, it's an absurd, it's, it's absurd. You know, people had different notions of the afterlife at that time. The notions of the afterlife at that time were not the notions that we have now. The notions of, there, there wasn't really a concept of heaven. Even for the Jewish people, God's chosen people, they didn't believe in heaven. They, some, they actually argued about it. A lot of people just thought that once you were dead, you were dead. Once you were dust, you were dust, that was it. You ceased to exist. Some people in the, in the Jewish, of the Jewish people believe that maybe at the end of time there was this kind of like grand resurrection where everybody who was good gets to rise from their graves, but there is no real definitive belief in that. And of course the Greeks and the Romans, everybody had all these different notions about what happens after you die. Nobody believed in the fact that you actually get your bodies back. And so we had this man, and he starts showing up to people after several people who had seen him die. They saw him with their own eyes. And then he starts, re he starts to appear to these people. And he starts to just walk around as though it was the old, the old guy that we used to know, except for maybe a little bit different. He appeared to thousands of people. Paul says hundreds of people and in, in just his people that Paul himself knew. And so at the beginning of Lent, we talked about ashes. And we use the words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The priest or whoever puts it on our foreheads. That's a really important thing to remember on this day. Because essentially the message that was being conveyed on that day, the first day of Lent, this is the culmination of Lent where we're at right now, is remember that if this, what we're celebrating today on Easter, is not real, is not a historical fact, then you just go back to ash. Remember that you actually don't have control of what happens to you once you die. If anybody in here has ever gone under for surgery, you know that it's a very scary thing. Even if it's just a minor surgery, when they, when they put you under for an operation, nobody likes that. And the reason that nobody likes that is because you are completely out of control. People have huge phobias of even very basic operations. People are terrified. They can't sleep the night before. The reason for that is because once they put that mask on you, you you're out. It's outside of your control. You don't. You you can't do anything. You're in the completely in the care of those who you have entrusted your body to. That's scary. That's very scary. Well, we put ourselves in the mindsets, which we very rarely do. But for years and years, Christians have always said this phrase: "Memento mori." which means 
it's, the, it's Latin for remember death. Remember death. Not to be very morbid, but sometimes to understand the light, we have to understand the darkness. When we die, we're not in control anymore. It doesn't matter what anybody in here thinks is going to happen to you that makes any of us feel better about what's going to happen to us after we die. Oh, yeah, you know, I'll go to heaven. It's like, if that makes, if that makes you feel better right now, great. That's fantastic. I mean, I, you know, go for it. Believe whatever you want. I would listen to this guy. I would listen to the guy who thousands of people said they saw rise from his tomb and started a world movement. Started a world movement from this, this flicker, this crazy event that seems to have happened in world history. If this is true, it changes everything. If this is true, this is the most important thing that has ever happened in the entirety of human history. I love Elon Musk. I talked a little bit about him actually last Easter. I think he's awesome. He's trying to build space colonies so that humanity can exist past its own possible extinction. If some like world catastrophe happens, he wants us to be in Mars with colonies so that the human race can continue to thrive and it doesn't doesn't go out. I think that's awesome. But this is more, if this is true, this is way more important. Because if this is true, and we invest in this man, then when we die, we don't cease to exist. We're not just dust and ashes and existence itself is done completely for us. We get to go on and we get to be with those we love forever. And we actually get our bodies back. In fact, things get a lot better. Jesus, we ask you to bless us and help us to remember death so that we actually live life well. Help us to consider the, the, the real depth of what is going on here that we're celebrating today in the mystery of the resurrection. Help us to believe if we don't and if we don't, give us the motivation to investigate, as many have before us, as John and Peter investigated in this early eyewitness that we read about in the gospel today. Use our skepticism if we are skeptics and, and lead us towards you in a deeper way. Help our faith to build upon our reason. And help us to build all of our hope on you and the resurrection today. Thank you for dying for us, and thank you for rising. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us take a few moments in silent prayer just to listen to and speak with the Lord.